Go. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to another episode of K and J. Talk about stuff. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, well, this session we both watched Ratatouille um, as it was my turn to pick. So why don't we get right into it? What did you think of the movie? Uh, it's very uh, endearing. It's a very joyful movie. Yeah. Um, I definitely had uh, pretty much most of the movie still in my head, even though I've, I haven't seen this in many years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Paris still looks incredible from an animation. Pr- I think they they've done as true vintage Paris feel as it gets like the first time uh, Remy is uh, he comes out of the sewer and he like looks out like oh I've been below Paris this whole time and it does that like pan mm-hmm. of like the, the, the Eiffel Tower and then the bridge I'm like yeah this is this is just incredible animation work because it feels like you're just watching Paris at nighttime yeah it's really um, pretty which, which is really cool uh, the story still holds up um the characters the dialogue the humor uh everything still holds up i think this movie kind of segueing into our first question is that it has aged really well um it's not one of those movies where it feels dated it feels like you can make this you, you this could come out in 2020 and it would still be like a very like refreshing movie to watch yeah that's that's my take what did you think of the movie i agree with that like Honestly, in my opinion, underrated Pixar movie. I don't I don't think it gets like the love that it deserves. Even though a lot of people when you hear Ratatouille and like think of the movie, it's like generally like a good feeling, a good sentiment from mm-hmm. what I've seen. Yeah. But um yeah, I agree with what you said about how it has aged well. Um it was made in like 2007. Mm-hmm. And since it's like an animated movie, mostly directed it's like suitable for children i don't know if it's particularly like directed for children it that's like the the pick like the fuzzy like pixar thing like anyone can watch Mm. it i guess yeah um yeah i feel like it like aged really well i took some notes and i like that it touched on some uh, serious issues like kind of it like mm-hmm. did mention like the issue of gender inequality with like Colette being the only woman in the kitchen. I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And then also having her be like a really strong female lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also having to overcompensate. Yeah, definitely. It like it shows why she acts so tough all the time, and I feel like that's right. still very important. Um, also. like I guess the impact of commercialism with like Skinner doing all the different lines of like frozen foods and stuff I thought that was like really funny but also like kind of like accurate yeah um also like the stereotypes of like the different chef Cousteau's as being like portraying different races was like kind of like Mm -hmm. "Mm." but it kind of feels like what Trader Joe's does yes yes like the Trader Jose and the tr- Trader Giotto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, like it kind of like gave me pause, but also like it's not like it wasn't. It was portrayed in like a, 
negative light. So like, yeah, yeah, issue of commercialism today. Yeah, I think it was it was very much intentional to make it look like this is like the P.F. Chang of fine right. cuisine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I remember he he had they had that. Uh, they had that uh skinner had that one line it's like yeah you, you know just hush hush dogs right, or hush puppies yeah. corn dogs is like yeah deep fry you know very american you know just make <laughs> yeah. it work but make it tasteful but make it work exactly um yeah that was that was really good that was the fun part of it mm-hmm. all the different gustos yeah um cool why don't we dive into the questions yes oh wait wait i have, have one more thing to say do it um, yeah do it okay so in in light of this being a Pixar movie, do you think that anything in the movie might not have been like kids appropriate or like 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 the thing that I was thinking about for this question personally was like mm. seeing like all the when the dad rat or whatever I forget his name as mm. I always do like takes Remy to see all of the rats hanging in the window like I feel like that was like mm-hmm. kind of really dark if you like think about it but yeah yeah but to be uh we can get into this when we talk about like what's which not age well and unanswerable questions but I, I yeah i have some thoughts on that let's let's hold that for a second oh. we'll get back to that uh why don't you start what is age well in your opinion well the two things that i talked about earlier are the things that i think age well like the gender inequality in the workplace specifically mm-hmm. in the field of fine cuisine yeah. i think that the fact that they like mentioned that and like highlighted it as a problem like mm-hmm. they mentioned it i guess but mm-hmm. you can see that it's like really important to how they created the character of colette so i think that that was like my top like this has aged well um, yeah. And then I also talked about like the issue of commercialism. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that was your answer. Yes. Got it. Those two things you already talked about. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, both of those I agree with. Uh, I had uh, just the overall story. I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a well written story. There's a lot of depth to it. Um, I mentioned this before. We even rewatched it. Like portrayal of Paris portrayal of yeah. the food portrayal of the kick the cooking in the kitchen yeah, scenes i think that that's was all beautiful. phenomenal yeah it could have been very much like hand wavy and be like oh yeah there's some stuff going on in the kitchen but they were like no okay this person's making a sauce this guy's like expediting this person is like it feels like they did their research like this is what an actual kitchen in reality would look like right and yeah, then yeah. let's make it animated so I, I thought that was really well done yeah there was um, that scene where like Colette is quizzing Linguini on each of the different chefs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, like where they explain each of the different roles that goes on in the kitchen. Yeah, for sure. And then the the diagram in Gusto's cookbook with like here's the layout of the entire kitchen. Here's the sous chef. Here's like the saucier. Yeah, mm-hmm. well done. Just it feels well thought out. Um, last part was the I really like the refrain of um, the anyone can cook model. Yeah, how it kind of is just like the bookends of the story. Um, uh, <laughs> We're recording right now. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> okay, well, stop biting your nails. Okay, I will do. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying was uh, I like the bookends of the Anyone Can Cook 
with starting with Gusto at the beginning with like the the TV show that he's doing and then ending with um, Ego, yeah, realizing what he actually meant. So I thought that was really well. It's just really good storytelling. Mm-hmm. I, I think at the heart of it, that's why this movie still feels really refreshing and, and just like well made. Yes. Um, cool. What is not age well? Honestly, like. I don't know. Like, I thought about this question, and overall, I feel like since it is a Pixar movie, there aren't a lot of things that are controversial and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the the one thing that I could think of was the whole, like, the rats hanging in the window. Like, that seemed kind of dark, and, like, I, I get that they were trying to have that, like, dark element of, like, why rats and humans can't like coexist peacefully but like if you just imagine that from like the perspective of remy where you see like the dead bodies of like your own species i guess yeah yeah yeah. like that that was kind of scary but then again like as a kid watching this movie like i feel like i didn't really see the whole but like it was just like another scene that was like minorly like dark and stuff like i didn't really think about it too deeply yeah i think it was important to have that scene mm-hmm. it's definitely it, it's definitely a counterweight to like the so the only thing i had with what is not age well is having lived in new york and and having lived in apartments that were less than clean <laughs> um it's hard for me to get past the fact that humans are really nice to mice like just the, yeah just the fact that this is still a movie based in paris with human beings not like monsters inc where like oh cool this is a whole nother world where i'm supposed right. to suspend my disbelief yeah. of like oh there's there's actual foreign creatures this is literally straight up like if you showed this to someone who's lived in new york apartments <laughs> where there are literal mice <laughs> coming through yeah. this is a this is a horror movie <laughs> it's a very different movie um yeah so for me it's hard for me to get past that like as a kid obviously like i thought like oh this is so charming this mice is becoming best friends with linguini and 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 they're making food together and it's super adorable Mm -hmm. as an adult uh who has somewhat become cynical (laughs) i'm looking at this like yeah this this would never happen because you're talking about a mice that's literally squeaking at you i mean not even a mouse like a rat like a large like yeah large not version i okay i'm jumping ahead a tiny bit but this is the really the next question did you have any other that didn't age well no no that was it okay so the next one was unanswerable question slash plot holes right. what is the movie not explained yeah and what that was a good segue into that's a huge <laughs> right exactly yeah segue se- good segue oh love it why is it just super acceptable that like one remy knows how to read that's like okay yes yeah what 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 world is this where (laughs) remy a rat learns how to read a cookbook right there's a lot of stuff going on here um and also why is it acceptable for that old woman to be shooting a shotgun in her own house at mice and then for her to turn like shoot the roof and to have like a thousand mice flood down this is like the beginning of a horror movie in reality if this wasn't animated and you just shot like a hole in your ceiling and it came down and it was a thousand mice that's like 
a Stephen King book. Right. That's not a that's not a Pixar And movie. okay, at the very end when all of the mice go to like chase the health inspector, like imagine if that were like real. Yeah. Like that would yeah. be scary. Just imagine like all of the mice like coming get... up over the car. Yeah. Horror yeah, story. And, exactly. and and like if if you're peeking into the kitchen and you see all these mice scampering around, like this has to be an animated movie. Because if you shot live action, you can't make... No. I know in 20 years they're going to try to do live action Ratatouille. That, and no, gonna go that will be a bad that's day. Gonna, that's going to look very... <laughs> t- like, I get it. You want to do Beauty and the Beast. Fine. But... Yeah, there's one beast and he is, like, yeah. large. Yeah. Like, there's no way you're going to make live action animatronic mice look adorable. I'm just, it's not going to happen. <laughs> the movie's going to make zero money. <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Okay, wait. So I, I couldn't get past that. Also, with like, at the very end, there's like the circle window, right? And Remy comes up and like looks out and like Ego waves at him. Like, do all the other yeah, customers just like not... Ignore that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great point. When when Ego invests in the La Ratatouille restaurant and there's a picture of a rat, is no one questioning this now? Like, how is he able to get away with this? Like. Mm-hmm people must know is it just socially acceptable that mice can cook for you <laughs> right yeah. so many questions so many questions but again it's the pixar hand waving it's like oh happy ending everybody was happy ever after you can't end on a bad note right like if you end on they lose gusto's restaurant ego loses his job the end credits like that's a sad movie right okay wait i actually had a question about that which i think you like kind of answered so mm-hmm. At the end, I was confused. Like, what does Ego do now, now that he doesn't critique stuff? Like, now that he's, like, so, discredited? I had the same thought, and I, I had to go to Wikipedia for this. So apparently, Ego becomes an investor in La Ratatouille, the restaurant, mm-hmm. and he's just accepting the fact that this is cool in Paris, and that I'm fine with this, and I'm going to invest in this restaurant, and I'm going to eat here like the rest of these people, and again that just raises the question of like how much do people know do people are people accepting the fact that a mice is running this restaurant right. and other mice are eating where you're eating yeah right what is the health standards of this does everybody know how to prepare food properly are they eating the food too or where are they sleeping at night there's so many questions here. yeah <laughs> again pixar just hit waves a hand and be like happy ever after and everybody's just like okay fine yeah i mean like when I watched it, I was like, did he just, like, retire and, like, give up his job so that he could continue eating ratatouille for the rest of his life? Like, <laughs> Right, and how many dishes do they serve? How do they come up with a menu? Like, what, what is the... There's so many plot holes. Yeah. Uh, but, again, it's a Pixar movie. You're supposed to suspend your disbelief. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, wait, I need to, like, read out all of the plot holes that i have now that i wrote down because okay, we just like went only, through a lot of them. i only have the two i only okay, have the well, two what were yeah, the two that you had? oh the the how did remy learn how to read mm. no idea and why is it acceptable to shoot mice using a shotgun at your own <laughs> like that's that's just like oh this is like a fun event that's happening i was like you just destroyed your roof right. a thousand mice came down and now you're just continuing to shoot these mice Wh- who is this woman yeah clearly some like just, powerhouse yeah you strong just destroyed female your characters own house. in ratatouille 
And how do you not know the fact that you have a thousand mice living in your roof? Like, how is that just something you just don't know about? She's old. I don't know. I, I guess. I mean, and apparently she has a shotgun, and and that's her way of dealing with things. Yeah. But what what I don't understand is she had she came back with the gas mask, right? And then she was gonna like smoke out the the mice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why not start with the gas mask? Why destroy your own property? Because if you fumigate, you can still come back and your roof would not be destroyed with shotgun bullets. Right. Perhaps uh, it anyway, was just because she thought there was only, like, one. Oh, Aside true. from the, like, whole animating a cool scene and stuff with all, like, the shotguns yeah. and, like, chase yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. Exactly. But for the purpose yeah. of the story, like, there were only, like, she could only see, like, one or two or something. Maybe she just wanted to, like, get sure. rid of those. But also, like, a shotgun in your house, like... Dramatic. Very dramatic. Yeah. Alright, hit me with yours. Okay, so I kind of had like the same thing with like your first question, where like, how does Remy like learn stuff? Like, from where? And. Like a, like a genius rat. Exactly. And follow up to that, if rats can communicate and like understand humans, like, what about the other animals in this world? Like, are they mm. Mm. also going mm -hmm. off and like gonna cook things right. or like take on jobs if, if 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 mice are this smart then dogs must be super intelligent right and horses and like all these other creatures that are just in this world yes completely glossed over i was thinking about that and like do we ever see any other animals other than rats in this movie no okay no no yeah well other than that um they only have like two hours to. to yeah, that's true. Them. We don't care about other animals. Yeah. In it's Pixar. World. It's Pixar. <laughs> we kind of have to give them a pass because it's Pixar. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they yeah. already created like a, a great story and like great animation yeah. and stuff. So like, there are some is things. No, there is not. Yeah. Okay. My second question: We already talked about what does ego do now if not critique food, and I like yeah. whatever we talked about that. Um, yeah. And then we also talked about this like. What about health inspections for like the restaurant Ratatouille? Like, is there no one working there at this restaurant other than like Colette, Linguini, and like all these rats? Or like, do the people working there, like, like in I don't remember, know if you remember in the end scene, like, were there any other people in the kitchen other than like Linguini and Colette? No, it was just the two of them and the mice and the rat and the rats. Um, to that point, also. A follow-up question: How did how did Linguini and Colette not get arrested for kidnapping? Right, like kidnapping is a serious crime. Yeah. They just kind of waved over this, like, yeah, you tied us up and put us in your freezer, and <laughs> we're just cool with that. <laughs> yeah, and like that entire time where they were just like gaslighting this Skinner or whatever, like, there's no yeah. rat. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, I just I felt bad for Skinner, but. Other, other than Skinner trying to s screw Linguini out of his inheritance, he was actually quite rational. He was right. Like, yeah, rational. this is not okay. Yeah, rational, <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Yeah. All right, you got any others? Uh, yes. Okay, this is a little morbid, but, like, rats only have, like, two to three year lifespans, according to Bobby, who is rat expert, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, what about after Remy? Are they just going to, like, continue training rats or, like... 
Like, what's that gonna happen to the restaurant? No, I feel, I feel like he's like once in a generation kind of rat, once in a lifetime kind of mm-hmm. rat. So I feel like La Ratatouille would have like a very short lifespan, and then the restaurant would just die. Or he, no, I think he impart. So I think the logical wing would be he imparts the recipe onto Linguini, mm-hmm. who then carries on the tradition of like I'm gonna make this ratatouille dish and I'm gonna hire the people that used to work at Gusto's back. Okay, that uh, would make sense. But I think, but then it would get super morbid because, like, obviously, without Remy there, you're not going to keep the rats around because the other rats don't know how to read or communicate with humans. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes a, a fumigate, and all the rats would get killed. So that would end morbid. Up super morbid too. Yeah, that's very super morbid. morbid. Yeah, you can't analyze Pixar movies too deep. You you can't analyze them on the scale of reality it's hard well that's our job here so that's our job here but you can't yeah it's it's very hard it's very hard to kind of like be like oh this is reality it's not really reality it's it's like science fiction world Mm -hmm. all right cool others that was basically it um i was thinking like maybe if since remy is so intelligent he might be able to elongate his lifespan by a little bit but also like probably not so whatever yeah any way you kind of break this down it just gets super sad yeah if you're going by the limitations of like rat lifespans and the the relationship between humans and rest that's that's getting very dark yeah it's whatever dark. this is a small bit of light in the world of humans yeah. and rats yes i think for the scope of the movie it was it was good okay wait. all right cool but like Maybe this the this kind of like off tangent, but like, what do you think Pixar's purpose was in making this movie, though? Like, I, again, I think it goes back to the anyone can cook, including non-humans, right? It, it's it's very much the, it's breaking past. It's basically the whole core message is, you can do, and, and this kind of like leads into Gusto's model, like anyone can cook, and then Eagle realizing anyone can cook now i realize what he meant like mm. it can come from anywhere right so it's uh i think that's just pixar's whole message here is like yeah the 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 perception that you have to be some great artist and that you have to like have all these different like origins and training and all that it's like it's it's not it really is just about like who's got the talent who's willing to work the hardest yeah i think that's the heart of the message yeah that makes sense it was also convenient that there was a french dish called ratatouille very much so yeah very much so that's uh I, i'm pretty sure that was part of the <laughs> beginning sketches of the like, hey ratatouille you should make ratatouille and it should be about rats and humans and stuff like that yeah. it should be paris um i'm pretty sure that was the light bulb moment for them yeah. okay cool favorite character i feel like who is you should answer this one first okay it was gusto for me mm. yeah it was the it was the triple chin. Uh, I love characters that are fat, right? And, yeah, and jolly. I feel fat, like jolly anim- animated characters. Yeah, I feel like I knew that that was gonna be your favorite character. <laughs> He's just like a chubby, like happy dude, and he believes yeah. in everyone, which is so yeah. nice. Exactly. Even though big hero, the big... what are you gonna say? Go ahead. I was gonna say Big Hero Six. The robot was super fat. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, exactly. Wally, Wally, all of the fat. Yeah. Uh, spaceship getting rolled around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like rolling around. 
And they like and like the fat babies too, like Yeah. Yeah, they mean no harm. They're just there yes. for a good time, you know. Fat animated characters every time. Yeah, for the win. Any any, any fat animated character I'm all in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Uh Chef Gusto was like pretty high up on the list. But I have to say my favorite character is Ego. Cause I I just really like his character development. And also I like that the room that he writes in is like coffin shaped. Like that's just so extra. Like I love that he's both extra and also like compassionate at the end. He's super goth. I know, yeah. Like it's great. Go off, great. man. Like you do yeah. you. Yeah. Um Okay, so some honorable mentions I had were Skinner because like I don't know, like he's he as you said, he's like one of the only rational characters in this movie. Uh and like all of the things that he does like make sense. Like even the part where he tries to like do the frozen goods and everything. It like like I get that. You're trying that's, to expand. That's a good, that's a good business decision. Right. <laughs> Even though it's painted in a it's negative good. light, like you want to be like authentic yeah. and everything. Like that's making money, man. Yeah. Um, multiple revenue streams. He's a good businessman. I'll tell you that. Yeah. He's a good businessman. And like like cutting the inheritance off thing like was bad. But also, yeah. here's Linguini coming in with like no cooking experience and just like Try to like, I don't even know. Like, also, let's not forget the fact Linguini thought it was a good idea to have a rat become the head chef instead of a human being. Right? right. Like, we can't discount that. We have to acknowledge the fact that a human <laughs> being said other human beings are inferior to this rat that will live two to three years yeah. at cooking French qu- high end French cuisine. Like, we cannot excuse this. Yeah, so honestly, like, Linguini, I have some questions about this character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, also Colette, she's strong, yes. admirable character, love her. Uh, except yeah. for the part about, like, being in a relationship with Linguini, I thought that was kind of, like, strange. And, like... That was pandering. That was some Pixar pandering. Yeah, like, were, like, like, not in her there character. There needs to be a little romance. Yeah, it, does, it didn't need to be there. It really didn't. Yeah. Colette deserves much better than Linguini. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little strange. Linguini is such a beta. He's such a beta. Yeah, like, literally, like, a <laughs> even, like, physically, like, he's putting a rat above him, like, on his head, and yeah. the rat is controlling his movements. Like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And But he, he needed to be there. He needed to be there so that everybody else could be stronger. Yeah. <laughs> And to be like, this is a weak person. Yeah, in the end, he did find his calling as like a weight person where he just like glides around on his rollerblades. Like even though it's in like yeah. a high-end cuisine, like French yeah. restaurant or whatever, like he's pretty good at waiting tables. So he does have Linguini's like his arc is is very much a beta because he gets a little bit taste of fame and he immediately becomes a douche. Yeah. Like just right away, like Remy is beneath me. I'm the genius here. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah. You haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. You can't make this dish. You can't make exactly. this soup. You can't do any of this. Yeah. Man. Oh, Linguini. That's wow. Interesting that like the main character is like. Like. I would not argue he's favorite. not the main character. I would argue he's not the main character. He's definitely like a. He's there as a as like a conduit, 
for Remy to shine, and he gives Remy a chance. But the first chance he gets, he's like, "I'm the man, <laughs> I'm the genius chef. Gusto's nothing. I'm like, we should rename the restaurant to me." Like, no, it's it's what. Wait, what's it's the wild. what's the person who in like, like basketball or whatever? He's like this the person who passes the ball to the person who shoots like. What's the name? The person who assists. Yeah. It's just the person who assists. Assist. Yeah, he's like assistant. Yeah. Yeah, he's an assistant. He's an assistant. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Terrible, um, terrible linguine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And then I had one more, which was like okay. very minor character, but Horst. I don't know if you remember him. He was one of the. I I do remember Horst. He's he's uh he's in my next section. <laughs> Horst makes an appearance in my next section. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's very badass. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Nice. I agree. All right. Favorite moment. What do you got? Okay. My very favorite moment is when Ego tastes the ratatouille, and it like flashes mm. back to him when he was a kid with like his skin knees and everything. Like that part. Every time I watch it, it makes me emotional, and I I like don't know why, but like, I. Oh, I cried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was not. I was not expect. I like. I actually forgot there was that like emotional flashback scene. I just remember like there was a dish that they made. And then the critic changes mind, and then that's the turning point of the whole. Right. Movie. I did not expect for that flashback to get me. I'm be like, I oh, know. God. It's like, oh god, <laughs> it's interesting because it's not like the other Pixar emotional moments where like someone is leaving or like someone dies or something, mm-hmm. and like that like makes sense why it would make you cry, like you get emotionally attached to this character. But like this moment is like. Like, I didn't expect it to make me cry, but, like, I just got, like, super emotional, and I was like, this, yeah. like, nostalgia is something that is, like, so relatable and different that's, that's exactly from other it. Pixar it's the movies. Nostalgia. Yeah. It's the nostalgia. I had to, like, yeah. think about it. Like, why did this, like, make me so sad? Not sad, but, like, tear up. Emotional. Yeah. yeah, emotional. Yeah. I think we can all relate to, like, growing up with certain uh, comfort foods mm-hmm. that, like, aren't fancy and i think it's like what's beautiful is that they pick a perfect dish to capture nostalgia because ratatouille like they described is not a fancy dish in fact they're like i can't believe you're serving right it's a peasant dish it's a peasant dish and then as soon as that hits and you get the flashback you get the entire you get the core of that emotion that they wanted to give you which is the simple things are the most powerful things if they're the most personal things like Mm -hmm. that they nailed that head on and everyone it's such a universal feeling right it's like it's like if somebody made like or like (laughs) like and it just it hits different it does it hits different when you have it and you're like what (laughs) i remember being five eating this right right? it's it it hits different and i i i think that is absolutely okay yeah give me your other moments okay when that part segues into ego making his speech like that is just like my favorite like him talking about like why he made his decision i want to talk about that later in like favorite quotes but um i did have some questions about them eating the ratatouille so first like i guess this kind of goes back to like things about plot that are like "Mm." but how did remy know how to like to choose ratatouille as like this dish and then also i mean i guess it makes sense that they just like made it like taste really good and stuff but like when skinner tastes it he too has like that like like 
they made ratatouille but then he like tasted it and it's like whoa this is actually like really good so like mm-hmm. i wonder like what's going on in his head like is it just this tastes really good or did he also have like a a moment which i don't think he did because there wasn't like a dramatic dropping the pen or anything yeah this is probably a part of unanswerable questions but my my hypothesis would be it was in Gusteau's cookbook and Gusteau probably described it as this is a very simple dish but if made well this will like absolutely change your life mm. I, I feel like that's probably in like chapter one of Gusteau's book it's like <laughs> if you don't make anything else in this book if you make ratatouille you will be happy that you got this book because this recipe is time yeah that's my guess mm-hmm. that would be my guess yeah it has to be in the cookbook it has to be that's yeah. true he probably he probably went for something that Gusto probably this is all conjecture but like probably hypothesized that Gusto probably went on some like long waxing poetic like, <laughs> spiel about like ratatouille is the food I ate when I was a child or something like that that's that would be my guess yeah I feel like I kind of like to think that he maybe like somehow knew a bit of Ego's background maybe like like doing research versus like probably unlikely because like he's a rat yeah but he's a rat who can read so who knows um yeah but like maybe if you knew that like ego has like lived in france like all his life or whatever and like grew up as like a small town or like country boy or whatever like maybe he knew that that would like hit different as you say yeah maybe yeah maybe yeah definitely part of the unanswerable questions yeah okay well i had some other highlights to my favorite second and third favorite moments um okay so i really liked when all the rats were cooking that was like such a cool scene to go through at the very end yeah and then um when remy and linguini were training like i just love training sequences like they're just so fun to watch but also there's this one moment inside the training scene where like he's trying to get the pancake to flip and like won't flip and he yanks on the hair and the pancake like goes out the window like i could not stop laughing at that scene that was a great time nice yeah those are mine okay nice those are good ones uh yeah you and i had the same favorite moment ego tasting a ratatouille flashback childhood hands down best scene yeah uh, other one that I really enjoyed, and this is going back to horse, uh, when Colette and Gwynny talk about horses, mysterious. Yeah. Really funny. I had the whole thing written down. Horse has done time. What for? No one knows for sure. He changes the story every time you ask him. And I'll pause there. I love it when movies, animated or or, or live action. I love it when they do montages. Yeah. And it flashes back to a character doing certain things and like fast cuts. Yeah. I love that. It's just every time. Okay, wait. It's what, can you every... list out like the different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I wrote it down. I was like, he was like, I defrauded a major corporation. Uh, I robbed the second largest bank in France <laughs> using only a ballpoint pen. Uh, I created a hole in the ozone over Avignon. And the last one, I killed a man with this thumb. <laughs> and he like points out the thumb. Yeah. It was just like when it's that like that quick snappy thing like oceans uh oceans 11 12 13 they do a really good job of this mm-hmm. where like they'll do fast cuts of like bernie mac working in a casino and then they go to las vegas and he gets sick and he works and he gets healthier and then he like moves to vegas to work in a new casino right it's just very like smart chic cuts over like right. the music and like the character work is good and you're just like really invested like those are tiny like i said last time flourishes mm-hmm. like horse is such a secondary character but with a little mini flourish you're like i remember this part of the movie and whenever i see this movie i love it right i love this yeah. part right? that was um it, 
that was definitely why I had him as like the honorary mention of like favorite characters. Like, it's like lean, but it's like the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot with his game time. Like he's this is this is part of the the other podcast where we were both listening to. But it's like this is the heat check moment. Yes. Like, he's in the game for two minutes and he has like twenty points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's just like going off. He's going Hot off. take. Every time we do the podcasting, I think about the phrase heat check, and I think about yeah. like which character like has. We should add. Has we should just add it. Yeah. We should just add it. At this point, we're doing the same questions. I don't care. Yeah. I just love these okay. questions. These are good questions. Yeah. All right. Best heat check. Horse. Yeah. Horse coming in hot. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For um, right. the screen time that he had, it's just amazing. Screen time he has. Horse is coming in hot. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, that's all I had. Uh, favorite quote. Go for it. All right. I had two, but my favorite out of the two was the critics' review, which I also had all written out, but it's super long, so I won't read all of it. But my favorite yeah. part of that, the critic review, was the part where it sums up like the purpose of the movie that we talked about, mm-hmm. where it's... I'll, I'll read it. In the past, I've made no secret of my disdain for Chef Gusto's famous motto, anyone can cook, but I realize, only now, do I truly understand what he meant. Not everyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. It is difficult to imagine more humble origins than those of the genius now cooking at Gusto's, who is, in this critic's opinions, nothing less than the finest chef in France. Uh, blah blah blah, I'll return to Gusto soon, hungry for more. Like, that one line where it's like, talking about the artist, is so good and it like it really packs in that pixar punch of like anyone can do anything Mm -hmm. if they set their mind to it Mm -hmm. and i like that it changes your perception of the like chef gusto's quote because in the beginning like you do think the way ego thinks where it's like anyone can cook but like what about the people that are like bad chefs and stuff like i feel like anyone can't cook um and like it does take some element of like talent or like training and stuff but it's at the end that you realize with ego when he says this that the like the anyone part means that the anyone can come from anywhere and like i thought that Mm. was like so good Mm. that was such a good punch Yeah. yeah all right what else did you have Okay, my second one, going back to Colette, um, the conversation that Colette has with Linguini at the very beginning when she's like mm-hmm. training him or whatever, and she talks about mm-hmm. like, she's like, no, you listen, I want you to know exactly who are you, who you are dealing with. How many women do you see in this kitchen? And then mm-hmm. Linguini's like, uh, like uh, whatever, and Colette is like, only me, like, why do you think that is? Because hot cuisine is an antiquated hierarchy built upon rules by, written by stupid old men. Rules designed to make it impossible for women to enter this world. But I'm still here. How did this happen? And then Linguini is all flipping, like, bumbling, like, blah, blah. And then she says, because I'm the toughest cook in this kitchen, I've worked too hard for too long to get here, and I am not going to jeopardize it for some stupid garbage boy who got lucky. Which she does, like, eventually. Mm -hmm. Which is like, okay. (laughs) But I really love that it shows Colette's character, like, actually... And yeah, it's just admirable. I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad they didn't pull any punches with Colette. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Colette's Colette's very necessary to the story. She's a very strong female character. Yeah. 
Um, she's like the only female character, I feel like. Are there she more? Is the only. Uh, except for the old lady, but she was kind of weird. No, she's not part of the main story. That was more like a prelude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Those two? Yeah, those two. Okay. Uh, a verbatim I had uh, the ego quote uh, that you already mentioned. And then I really liked, uh, again, going back to Gusto. Uh, at the beginning, when he's on the TV, he says, "Good food is like music you can taste, color you can smell." Mm-hmm. I think that is very like it's a quick window into like it's like he's shooting like an infomercial. Yeah. But like that right there is like the appetizer to basically the rest of his philosophy. It's <laughs> like good food is really just like it transcends the food itself. It's more about like the different ways that you can experience it, so, like tasting it, you can smell it. It's just like it's like music, right? And I thought that was like. A nice little, again, a little flourish, <laughs> and uh, you get right away like what Gusto was about. Yeah, so that was cool. Follow up to that. Uh, um, I like the little animated parts where Remy is demonstrating like just that, where he like bites into the cheese and he says like, and there's yeah. like the music and like the colors and everything. Yeah. yeah. That was that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was actually really well done. And then like he gets zapped, and then he tastes it, and and like. Before he like react, of course, like as soon as they zapped, it was like, okay, I know where this is going. They're gonna say that like, the the electric the the electric shock made this cheese and this mushroom taste way better, and he's gonna add more stuff to it. It's like, yeah, this is like a really nice way of saying. How do you basically like a, a nice way to set the table? Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> basically, be like, um, this this rat has. Uh, clearly culinary sensibilities like mm-hmm. this rat knows what he's talking about and how are we going to show that in a very tiny little window without giving him like a little mini kitchen so then he's like okay cool he's going to discover a mushroom he's going to grab a piece of cheese from the garbage he's going to mix it together he's going to roast it on the rooftop but how is he going to cook it all right cool he's going to get zapped <laughs> electricity and then he's going to taste that and he's going to find some herbs and then right there in that little two minute sequence you get everything you need to know about Remy. It's like he was actually born to cook in such a weird way without going into like, how does he find a kitchen? How does he find fire? How does he like get spices, right? Yeah. It's very much like in that tiny little portion, you're immediately set up to know like, oh, this, this, this rat is different. <laughs> and again, it's just like these Pixar movies, they, they do that so well. Yeah. These tiny little windows into a character and you're like, I just learned so much about this character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm very impressed. I like that you this movie is very like impressive. That. This movie is very impressive. Mm-hmm. It it still holds up really well. Right. Um, like even though right, we cool. talk about yeah. all of these like plot holes and everything, the fact that they like made this movie in general and it's such a good movie and like people love it yeah. and everything, despite its concept, like when you think about it, is like really yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's really outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> especially how like. And again, they address this by like normal, non-main characters that are humans. As soon as they see a rat, they're very alarmed. So it's like, it's not like the whole world is like, hey, like everybody's cool friendly, with these yeah. rats. Exactly right. Like when when uh, Remy is out on like the random restaurant, he's getting chased. When when people see it, they're like, oh my god, it's a rat. Yeah. So like, yeah, they it's a it's a tightrope. You're walking a tightrope between. <laughs> this fictional kind of sense where like you have to suspend your disbelief and this reality where people are like yeah i'm not into rats at all yeah um it's just really impressive i'm I'm very impressed by this movie yeah all right any more quotes no 
All right, last question. What would you want to be the plot of the next movie in the cinematic universe? It's your turn to answer this. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is going to be pretty obvious. I want Gusto's origin story. Yes. I want, I want to see, like, 15-year-old chubby Gusto and then 25-year-old fatter Gusto <laughs> and then, like, 50-year-old, like, super gigantic Gusto. Just, like, the progression of fat Gusto into, like, yeah. super fat Gusto. Do you think he was, um, like, originally chubby or did he, like, get, like, gain the chubbiness as he became a mind, good chef? In my mind, Gusto as a child is like the fat kid from Up. Oh, in the yeah, yes. <laughs> or no, in the middle, in the middle, in the an actual Up, not the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'm just imagining him with like a tiny little hat, and he's like making omelets, and, and he's super jolly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that that's what I want to see. What about you? Uh, I too had Chef Gusto's backstory, but I was also interested in Colette. Back to this, I wanted to know what her journey was like like coming up the ranks of a male dominated right that would be very entertaining yeah just like her trying to survive and like you know getting cut from restaurants where they were discriminating her based on her gender mm-hmm. i would that would be really enthralling yeah, yeah. take out linguini we don't need linguini <laughs> in there at all. yeah just, anything just where linguini movie. enters is just like not not great just ruins the party yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right Good stuff. Yeah. That was that was fun. Good movie. Yes. Very good, good movie. movie. Alright, any any l- lasting thoughts on Ratatouille? Would you wanna see Ratatouille too? Like if they if they just immediately pick back up and it's just like about Remy and, and Colette and uh Linguini and it's just about like I don't know, like health inspector comes back, I guess. Yeah, I like I'm not really sure what the main conflict would be, and also, as we talked about before, I feel like any continuation of this would just be, like, sad, like, get sadder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this would be tough. This, you can just be like, oh, Toy Story 2, more more talking toys. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. Because, like, you can't, like, again, this goes back to unanswered questions, like, how many people know the secret now? Ant- Ego definitely knows. Linguini and Colette know. Who else is working in that kitchen? Yeah. And how are you busting out this much food for that many people? Like, and what if something happened? It just gets dark. Let's not end <laughs> on a dark note. This movie is fantastic. Okay, wait. Pixar knows exactly what to do. I want to say one, like, not even a, a favorite moment, but like a micro moment. Sure. Where okay. Remy, at the very end in the cooking scene, where Remy says, tenderize that meat, and there's like that tough mouth just like punching the meat. Like, I love that part. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Nice. Can anyone That's cook? Awesome. Thoughts? Yes. Great cooks can come from anywhere. Great artists can come from anywhere. Pixar's really good at, at doing the whole, like, hero's journey kind of mm-hmm. thing. They're really good at that. Disney and Pixar, they have a, they have some very talented story writers. Yeah. Awesome. This was a good All session. All right, cool. This is a good session. All right, I'm going to pause in three, two, one. <laughs>